Hello? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the conversation. Hi. Hello, Let me everybody. Go ahead and start it off. Is this better? Yeah, perfect. Okay. All right. <laughs> Everyone here? Yes. I think so. Okay. so. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Dark Style with Love. I'm your host, Dante Clover. With me, I always have my special guest, KC, and we also are bringing in a new uh, party. Uh, we call him Mr. President, the one and only Geo Geo. Somebody has a really loud background noise, or is it just me? Like, I hear like a full dialogue going on in the background, or is it just me? Actually, it's, it's my it is in the White House. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. My joint cabinet is like really in, in it. That's okay. In, in meeting right now, so it's like it's horrible, but it's okay. It's lunchtime. Sorry. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, if you're new to this podcast, this is the darkest hour with love. My name is Dante Clover. Uh, I'm here with uh, Casey and uh, Mr. President Neil Geo. Ladies and gentlemen, I brought you all together today because we are going to talk about a very serious subject. And I believe I've got the two greatest people for this subject. <laughs> Who well, should wear the pants in the relationship? Should it be the men or should it be the women? You're breaking up. You're breaking up. So I really honestly didn't hear the I didn't hear. So, so basically for everybody who's just listening to us, we I've got two of the world's greatest to actually explain this subject for us. Who should be in charge of the relationship? The man or the woman? Casey, take off. Still there? Huh. I, I, I didn't hear anything. Did you hear what he said, uh, Mr. President? I didn't hear anything. Yes, ma'am. I heard him loud and clear. No, it was like all <laughs> static in my and Bible. Like I legit didn't hear anything. It was all static. Well, he basically said ladies first. So. But I didn't hear what uh, the topic was. It was all static. And I repeat. Oh, uh, who wears the pants in the relationship, basically? Um, wait, stop. stop. Is this a trick question? Yeah. <laughs> Is this a trick question? <laughs> Casey, can you hear me now? Yes, you sound perfectly normal now. <laughs> Perfect. So for, for everyone who hasn't heard this for the third time, uh, your host, Dante Clover, got a subject today by a very important guest. Uh, so I have to ask my, my senior director of operation, Casey, and the president, Neo Geo, on the most important subject of the day. Who wears the pants in a relationship? Is it the men or is it the women? Casey, could you start off this debate? Of course, because this is kind of literally, I think this is like a stupid topic because <laughs> everybody knows the obvious answer. The man thinks he wears the pants, but he really doesn't. So, you know. Uh, uh, for everybody who didn't hear what uh, Miss Casey said, she said men wear the pants, and I agree with her 100%. <laughs> well, they think they do. They think they do. They think they do. That's what I said after. Hey, listen, you can let me think all I want. When, when it's the middle of the night and I hear a noise, if, if, if somebody's thinking they wear the pants, I'm going to send you down then. 
Listen, I believe in equality, baby. You grab the bat, I'm gonna grab the pistol. We'll both go down together. (laughs) If I miss a shot, if I miss a shot, you better go ahead and swing. I got it. (laughs) Roger that. (laughs) No, I just feel like in different, like I feel every relationship should be treated differently. Because like, if a guy's like super wealthy, like more than ninety percent of the time, he really does wear the pants. But it was like equal playing ground. Mm, the men think they're in control, but the woman really is. But yeah. Mr. President, please, uh, could you elaborate on what this young la- uh, young lady is telling us? Well, um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to follow your lead because, yes, the, we do bank on equality with relationships. I mean, that's basically what it is, you know? A relationship is like a tripod. You both hold up the relationship. You make sure that everything is working on both your ends. Now, whereas who has the pants? Now, I'm going to go ahead and say it's cliche to say that the guys do it, but I'm going to take it a step further. What if you think about it outside the box and say it's not who does more, it's about who's actually working on the relationship. So it depends. So it's so so what you're trying to say is I shouldn't ask her to cook dinner for me. She should already know this. See, ladies and gentlemen, again, this is why I love this show. Because, you know, we, we learn so much. Because I, I always thought I had to tell her what to do. You're telling me she should already know this? Pretty much. Well, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, <laughs> why don't you guys get a meal together? Mm, nah, she should know. To make because that here's the problem. Here's the problem I see. Because nowadays we're all used to saying, okay, you know what? Let's go out and eat. Now, I want, you to, I, want, I want you to ask yourselves this. How many times when you go out to eat, do you actually ask the other person what they want to do first? And the answer you usually get is, mm, I don't know. What do you think I'd like? Uh, so, see, I've never had that happen to me in any of my male relationships. But to be fair, I've never been in a male relationship, so I couldn't tell you. But all the female relationships I've been, that is the number one frustrating thing. They, she takes two hours to get ready. She looks amazing, don't get me wrong. We get in the car, where are we going to eat? Uh, what do you want? I don't know. And I'm like, well, then we're going back inside and you better order a pizza. Oh, no, we want to be, we want you to make the decision. That's us fishing for you to make a freaking decision. Take charge. It's not because we okay. there you go. You see, since you mentioned that, since you mentioned that you want us to take charge, wouldn't that mean we're wearing the pants at that point? Wait, you're breaking up on me again. I'm sure it's not me for some reason, dude. Like, you're breaking up on me. I can hear you perfectly. All right, well, uh, my connection is amazing. Maybe. There we go. There we go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, to have the guy take charge, wouldn't that mean that the guy has to basically wear the pants in that relationship? That's why I'm saying it's more of a variable thing because there's certain things where uh, now I could be wrong in this. I mean, this is just, you know, just free flow here. But aren't there certain things that women do better than men? Uh, Yeah. And aren't hold there? On, hold on, Mr. President, Mr. President, Mr. President. Yes, sir. What are these things that you assume that women do better than men? Do you oh. really want? Okay, let's put it like this. Okay, so let, let me let me set it up for you. 
Say you and yours decide to move in together, right? Of course. Say, say you ask her, what kind of a place would you like to live in? Like, what is what you'd Uh, like to do? Connection is pretty bad. Like, what would be best for both of you? Like, that would be the main question. In what scenario? In the idea that you're both going to choose a place to live, right? You both, you're going to move in with with the person. And you guys want to move to a bigger spot where both of you can live. Now, you know that, guys, the first thing we do when we get a new house is, okay, you see that room over there? That's the game room. Yep. That's exactly what it is. It ain't much about it. Yeah. But, but, if you let a woman choose, you tell her, look, I need this place designed really nicely. She'll usually put up something really nice and equal for you. Now, of course, there's a risk. You run the risk that she's going to say, oh, I need this to be pink. But, at the end of the day, she's going to maximize your investment because she wants that to look good and you want it to stay good. So maintenance, yeah, we'll fix the stuff around the house, but she's going to make it look good. Uh, you see, I feel like that was the 20, the early 1990s type of woman. The, the 2018 woman doesn't do it anymore. Oh, don't get me into that. <laughs> Because I'm sorry, like, Casey just stepped out, guys. If you don't know, Casey stepped out for technical issues. She'll be back in a few moments. So I got to say this quickly. I don't believe females wear anything other than a mini skirt because they know (laughs) we want to see them legs. But to be fair, to be truly honest with each other, there are too many headaches where I can't trust a woman to do it. True. You know? Like, okay, she made the house look good. But did she do it with her money or did she do it with my money? Yes. You see what I'm saying? Oh, she's waiting for you. Like, guys, I'm sorry to say this to you, but the only reason why a woman tells you she don't know what she wants to eat is because that's a lie. She knows exactly (laughs) what she wants to eat. She just doesn't want to pay for it. Now, I will say this. I mean, psychologically speaking... You technically, technically, when she, when you ask that, you're enabling her to basically say whatever she wants, and that is a form of equal equality. Like you're giving her the keys to the car, basically, because the moment you say, "Oh, where do you want to go?" or or even better, even better, this, this is one that we do. Um, where do you think I'm gonna take you? And then the first answer she gives is where you're going. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna do that. What do you what do you think I'm gonna take you? <laughs> well, if she's dressed up in a in a in an open back dress and she looks amazing, then I'm gonna be like, uh I'm taking you to McDonald's. <laughs> you can't leave it up to me like that. Yeah. To be fair, I, ladies, I, I wanna say this with confidence. And I mean this with the utmost respect. I don't care what you want to eat. You should just eat something. (laughs) But don't get me wrong. Women do take the time to look pretty, look good. Like one of my favorite comedians uh, always says, like when you upgrade from a certain type of female to a new type of female, 
It's like upgrading from a, a, a Hyundai to a Rolls Royce. You should mm-hmm. already have suspected that the, the, the insurance is going to be different for each car. That is so, true. So a guy doesn't know what you want six months, eight months, or even a year or two into a relationship. So that's why he'll ask you. Like, I know guys who've been in relationships for 10 years, 10 solid years in a row. And when they get into the car, you know what they ask their girls? Uh Baby, what do you want to eat? So, you know, you see what I'm saying? It's like you, a person mind changes from day to day, from second to second. One minute you're best friends, the next you're ready to fight each other. Yep. You know, and that's just a headache that's always there. Yeah. Now, while we wait for her to get back, uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Darkest Hour with Love. I'm your host, Dante Clover. With me is the, is the president himself, Neo Geo, uh, one half of the greatest Federation filmmaking team in the world. Uh, go ahead and uh, tell everybody, man, uh, what projects are coming up. Uh, where are you going to be filming at? Like, what are, what are some of your favorite spots to shoot? We're basically based out of Miami. So there's a lot of stuff that we're doing down here, though we are currently expanding. So we're definitely going to go up north. So we're going to do some Orlando, hopefully some New York, and hopefully, hopefully end up in L.A. because that's pretty much the place. That's the Mecca. Now, uh, we do have certain, we do have a lot of projects in the pipeline that we're ready to, like, we're starting to move with. And uh, we basically, we're doing a lot of action stuff. Because uh, the, the thing I, my thing with film is like, as much as I love a good drama, as much as I love a good period piece, I want people to get out of their zone. Like, I want them to live another life for like an hour and some minutes. Because it's only when you are, when you're at home stressed out and living a normal, like doing your nine to five, that you feel like you don't want to do it anymore. And that's, and film is good for that. Like people say, oh, my escape is uh, going to the park or my escape is reading. Well, my escape is film. And I feel like there's other people out there who would enjoy it just as much as I do to escape this life once in a while and see something else. As for what I got in the pipeline, uh, well, we really can't say right now because there's a lot of legal issues there, but we do have a lot of cool stuff coming that I really hope you guys are going to enjoy. We'll be trickling them out um, every now and then, uh, either through my Twitter, which is Neo Geo, or Instagram, or the Facebook page is Federation Pictures, which uh, it's currently being built. Okay. Well, so everybody who's hearing that, you know, check in in a few weeks, but probably in a month or so for Federation Pictures on Facebook. Um, while we have you here, and uh, again, we're still waiting on her. See, this is what I'm talking about. You, you, you tell a woman 12 o'clock. <laughs> She's she, she busy. She can't make it. And then all of this technicality. But then, but then if I go, oh, we're going to go see Denzel. This is the first woman in the car. She don't miss a day. She not. She earlier than you. <laughs> and, and you see what I'm saying? Like, this yeah. is the frustration. But no, like to all my single fellas out there and you're trying to figure out why you don't have a girlfriend, it's because you, you're not doing your proper jobs. And that being said, it takes me on to my 
our next topic. Where do you see yourself 10 years from now? You can't. Well, the only thing you can say is I see myself in a better place. I see success. And that goes for anybody and everybody listening. You cannot say, oh, in a few years, I'm going to be here. I'm probably working in a bank. No, you can't. Because, like, I don't know if uh, I'm pretty sure, like, your viewers are used to it, but. You can't really go by the power of what you see. I mean, like, reality is what you make it, you know? So, so if I were to tell you, for example, I see you doing an, an amazing job with an amazing career because this show is going to take off in a few months. And hey, you ladies, and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, from God's, from God's lips to God's ears, y'all hear it, y'all hear it right here. He said it. So when we get famous, I don't want to hear nobody complaining because we're all the way up. <laughs> Go ahead. Please continue. I, I just had to put that in there. I mean, I have an entire R&D division over here working on the idea of the podcast. So I'm pretty sure you're on the topic. You're on the cusp of being at the top. So We can't let nobody know about that. Still got to look independent. So, yeah, you know, you know. Our, our our current, the way the way our current Congress is working, we're actually trying to get as social as possible. Now, I'm pretty sure the, the president of your dimension is doing as much as he can to do what he can. I'm not entirely sure how this Trump works, but I know <laughs> in my dimension, I know where we're working from, we are doing our best to make sure everything is as top shape as possible. We have not had one single war in the last two years that I've been in office. So I'm pretty sure that we're doing something right. <laughs> Ah, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this is Dante Clover. Welcome to the Darkest Hour with Love. Um, again, we're with our one of our favorite presidents, Mr. Neogio himself. Um, Casey has confirmed with us she uh, is unable to get back into the podcast. Something about uh, there's too much testosterone in the room. Uh, we need more females. So if you want to be on an episode, please check us out on uh, Darkest Hour with Love on Instagram. You can also find us on Twitter, Darkest Hour One, the Darkest Hour with One on uh, Twitter. So you can follow us and uh, send your messages. Actually, while we have you, Mr. President, we do have a, a message that came in a few minutes ago. Okay. It comes from... Uh, what is it? Charismatic All-Stars. Uh-huh. The question is, what is what is the ideal world for people to thrive in? Hmm. Now, I might have... Uh, my answer to that will be really interesting because um, there is no such thing as an ideal world. Now, I'll explain why. Um, see... The ideal world is based on what you want it to be. You make this. So if you wish to have an ideal world, you need to first get into the mindset that you're living it. And then you begin to mold your environment. You begin to mold your, your thoughts, your scheme. Because you know how, how, I don't know if you ever heard of this idea of you put, you put a person in the jungle, they become the jungle. But if you take the, 
the person in the jungle, put them in the city. You can't take the jungle out of the, out of the person. I now, now, why is that? Well, it's it's instinct. Like you're looking at billions of years of evolution, mental evolution that has given us the ability to adapt, to evolve to our surroundings. Now, a lot of people, they tend to get stressed out because they're in an, in, in an environment where they feel like they can't change. They feel like the glass ceiling is too thick. There's no way to get out of it. And the only way to break through it is to become what you hate, which again, that's also relative. Like hatred is something that is not real. It's something fabricated. But Listen, I can't I can't say that because there's a lot of things I don't like. Like you know, like <laughs> to be to be frank, this is a PG show. So there's a lot of BS that I can't tolerate, you know. Uh, the way our economy's going, yeah. the fact that we're that we're constantly at a state of civil unrest. Yeah. It's it's quite frustrating. You know, I live in the greatest country in the world, and then every five minutes, someone wants to tell me I need to learn this because it it's this, or I need to learn that, and then it's just like, well, why do I have to learn it when this is not what I want? Right. See, that's all a matter. See, that's all a matter of what. See, okay, I'm going a bit back here because. It's one of those answers that politically I'm inclined to answer. But let me let me put aside my presidency for a bit. Like, I'm gonna take the, the, the presidential the presidential tie off and answer you as, as a human when it comes to that. And ladies and gentlemen, first ever uncut real with a with a regular human being on the on this. So you better enjoy it because this doesn't happen often. <laughs> See, everything, everything that happens in life, uh, it's also, it's all due to the individual because there is, while there is such a thing as, I'm not going to, I'm not going to like put it down, but there's such a thing as bad luck. But at the same time, there is such a thing as faith and hope. And a lot of people, when they've gone through enough negativity, they tend to lose that. They tend to feel like the world, the weight of the world is on them and it's not letting them go. And there are, there are many things that I, it, can, it prevents people from feeling. It prevents people from having empathy towards people. Now, I know what it's like to be out on the street and, you know, almost get run over by somebody and have that person yell at me for being a pedestrian. Like that. <laughs> I do that all the time. What the hell are you doing walking through the streets like that? It's like, what the hell are you doing on the sidewalk, man? And it's like, I'm walking. So it's like, no, man, sidewalks are, or sidewalks. Get a car and run away. So it's like, it's, you feel this sort of inability to cope. Or let's, let's, let's get extreme. Let's get a little bit more extreme. Like, say you've been given this, like they've said you have a terminal illness, right? Yeah, it's called white girl. <laughs> I swear to God, this shit is trying to kill me. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Dante and Clover, we have a rare disease called whiteologist, where we just are addicted to white girls. I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh, hey, ladies and gentlemen, special treat. I'd like to introduce my ace, the good doctor 
uh, Life with Franklin. What's going uh, on, Franklin? ladies and gentlemen? As always, and, uh, and you just came in at the perfect time. Okay. Uh, again, this is the Darkest Hour with Love. I'm your host, Dante Clover, co-host Life with Franklin, and also today we got a special guest, the president of Federation Films, Mr. Neo Geo. How's it going? It's going, man. How are you? Good, 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 sir. I've been hearing you on this podcast, and I have to say, I am very, I have enjoyed everything you have said, so it's a pleasure to be on here along with you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. It's a pleasure to uh, finally have you as a guest on the show, man. It's a lot that I uh, want to ask you. All right. Now, before we get to that, okay. I, was, I, was let, I was letting the people know I got a rare disease called whiteologists, <laughs> white girls, and my only cure is big booty black Hispanic girls. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like if you want to save a life, I need me a strong big booty Hispanic black girl to come go ahead and give me up. The doctor said I need six <laughs> hours of K.O. Ken on the tip. I repeat that six hours of K.O. Ken on the tip. This is when you go, when you you go times five, but I need times ten on the day. Don't be scared, <laughs> ladies. I am a gentleman. I will hand you a can of spam and a box of eggs to make, to make me right. <laughs> I am pretty sure that there is a spot on that, a spot for you on our congressional hearings. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 2020, uh, vote for Dante Clover as the, the new governor of Florida. <laughs> I promise you, the only reason why anybody votes for me is they're like, isn't that the guy that says he needs some kale kid on the tip? That's, that's a governor right there. <laughs> I, can see, I can see the headlines now. Dante Clover, kale kid on the tip for me, 2020. You know this, so do I. <laughs> hey, <bro>. <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy. Yes. <laughs> when I got it, it wasn't that hard. It was more like, you know you want somebody different. Go ahead and I dare you. And it worked. You know you want someone different. I'm not white. I dare you to vote for me. And guess what? It worked. So there you go. I, I, I think I'm going to be the only governor with a Hispanic, white, and black wife. Like, yo. <laughs> I think you will... You, will have access to the most exotic women that exist out there because there'll be so many multiracial individuals out here. You can't not get one. There you go. <laughs> hey, the division's working he on that. Give us some time. No, Franklin, he only said that because he's the president. <laughs> fly off to Costa Rica to have lunch or something. <laughs> I mean, it's not that difficult when you have the means. When you don't have the resources, it feels far and away, and it sucks. But mm. when you have it, it's like, uh, I can't share it. I'm sorry, but still. Yeah, exactly. Tax deductible is only one way. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of lavish things, like we were saying earlier before, I was rudely, rudely acting like Dante. Um, we we were we were explaining early on into the uh, conversation about relationships. We should be to wear the pants, uh, presidential status. Now, as we continue on, I like to, to 
to fill all the gaps for everybody. Uh, there, there's this stigma that's floating around because our, our president is who he is. Mm-hmm. That um, minorities are not going to be treated properly. And I feel like as long as he's in the White House, I think everyone gets a free pass to be stupid. And that's my only reason why I feel like he should be in the White House. Like, back then, so, perfect example. Um, when, when Bush was in office, we were like, oh, we can go fight the Taliban. Why? Because our president said he wants them dead or alive. Right. Um, our pre- I, I, I never forgot it. So many people would go, um, sir, could you spare some change? I need more porridge. And they'd be like, uh, I voted for Obama. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? What do you mean you voted for Obama? I need porridge. I'm, sir? Sir, and they're like, I, I, I voted for Obama, and that's like supposed to clean all debts and sins. And now I've seen people just like, I'm gonna walk into a, I'm gonna walk into a field of hangers, and be mad that the hangers cut me, or I fall off a cliff. How dare this cliff be here? Right, like, right. Or just. That's my only problem with my president is that he just lets people be stupid. And I feel like I think after him, we need a woman president. Yeah. And it's not just allowing people to be stupid. It's just allowing people to be ballsy now, you know, because now you got all these people come out of the woodwork. So like, I don't I don't like it because you look like this or I don't like it because you're, you know, you're this type of race. Or I don't like you because you worship this type of God, you know? Like, we ain't have none of this when Bush was in office. We ain't had none of this when uh, Obama's really in office. But now, like, he got he got everybody coming out the woodworks to be bossy now. Oh, I'm offended because you said I like country music. Oh, <laughs> we'll sue you down for, like, $1,000. Like, for real. Like, people want to sue people for, for dumb stuff. Or people want to just, you know, criticize everybody. Just because they got on matching or mismatching socks or uneven like pants legs or or whatever, something stupid, you know. Like, and that's kind of like hit me on like in a type of way. Like, if somebody come at me and was like, "Oh, I don't like the way you dress because you, you know, you you buff, but you wear like almost tight fitting shirts because you like to show your muscles." So what? Because listen, and you look like a, a, a turkey. Or whatever, like don't come at me for that because you you'll get the wrong impression. You'll get a, a fist down your throat, or you'll get some words coming your way. Hey, listen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm very offended because his name is Franklin and his name is Doctor Franklin. Matter of fact, I already want to go to Neo Geo because his name is Mister President. Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry, I, I love my country. And my Lambo is still black. See, here's, here's here's the problem with today. And I mean, I think you like, you can't really generalize most of what's going on today with like a single etiquette. Because I think the main issue that happened that got everybody all riled up is that we gave you social media and you took it as a free ticket to talk smack. Right. right. So 
they believe that's now. That's exactly what it was made for. See, well, here's a here's a catch. Here's a catch, and I don't think this is this is official presidential news, which you know I'm leaking it out to you guys because I love you so much. But um, <laughs> the idea of social media was that people would be able to air out their grievances in a public forum with little to no scrutiny. Like that's mm-hmm. the idea. The problem is. You can't give them, you can't you can't give one person something nice and expect someone else to not want that. Trust me, I know exactly what you mean. My dog Franklin got twins. He got twin Brazilian women at his house. He don't want to share. I'm like, he's such a villain. <laughs> he's such a villain. Ladies, you know, Dante and Clover, we need y'all out here to keep me warm at night, please. Uh Slide into my DMs. Let me know uh, what type of trash you can make with some rice. <laughs> president, as as president of another dimension, unfortunately, not this one. But um, I I I give presidential degree decree that you should have a woman. See, you can't you can't say that you can't say that in public because in this dimension, women like Casey. And uh, Ethel will come and kill me. Hey, I've heard so many stories about this place that it, it just scares me. So it's like, uh, we don't do this where I come from. We're actually pretty nice. And it gets pretty difficult. No, and uh, see, we're, we're considered uh, a New 52. And I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'm, from, I'm from this uh, golden age where uh, women stayed in the kitchen. I've heard of it. I can, yeah, it, it, it was... It was in Eden. Matter of fact, Mr. President, did you know, just to give you a quick heads up, did you know that your wife would have supper ready for you before you got home? She does. <laughs> oh, she does? Well, no, yeah. that don't happen in New 52. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, this, though. The only reason she does is because I would do the same for her. Whenever I am not out in public either speaking or talking against the war or trying to put out new policies, she knows that I would be at home trying to do the same thing. Now, I understand that there is such a thing as TMZ and they would catch me in the act of trying to cook. <laughs> it's not my fault. I am just being a good husband. Which unfortunately, and, I and, and sir, I'd like to personally thank you for being a good husband. Um, as everybody knows, Life of Franklin is the good guy of the show and we even have a great president on here, but like everybody knows me, if you're within a 20 yard limit, <laughs> it's pipe. It comes with pipe, with a side of pipe, and if you act now, uh, you get uh, three easy payments of pipe. <laughs> <laughs> but but over here, New 52, females like they expect you to buy them diamond rings floss them, and they're solid forms. That's the problem I'm having. If you're four and a half, you shouldn't be asking for nothing. You should be in the kitchen cooking and handing me a paycheck because <laughs> nobody was going to be with you. No, no. I, let, me, let me stop you there, though. Let me stop you there, though. Because while I did say that the first lady does cook my food, she has her own job. When she's out there doing her she doesn't bother me unless she wants to ask me if I'm doing okay. That's practically it. 
That's what you call separate but equal. That's something that was, that was established a while ago, and I believe people have Yeah. Franklin, you hear this, man? I'm listening. That's it. I'm really intrigued right now. I'm sorry. I don't know where this world exists. I'm just, like, I feel like I go through dimensions every weekend, and I can't find this place. Speak, speaking of dimensions, i like to personally thank again um, Mr. Mr. President Neo Geo for the Federation Film Foundation, as well as Life of Franklin for joining us. This is Darkest Hour with Love. I'm your host, Dante Clover. And uh, if you don't know about this podcast, this is, this is a special place. This is a sanctuary for freedom of speech and really getting what you need off your chest. With that being said, I'd like to go into our next question. Uh, Franklin, could you go ahead and start it off for us? Definitely, for sure. So, uh, question here. Um, my personal question is, what got you to get into the, the field of entrepreneurship? And what drives you to this day to continue to keep on pushing through the struggles, uh, just making, making sure you maintain client relationships and other things like that? Bills. <laughs> Straight answer. Okay. At the, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, that's all it is. I mean, uh, there's a okay. When it comes to holding something like a like a company, say in film, there is there are a lot of like responsibilities that, that come with it. And the problem with having so many responsibilities is that sometimes you're the only one who can take them. Like you can't. You could have somebody else do it. Somebody you can trust. But unfortunately, I don't have that luxury. So some of the times, I'm the one that's, that's make, doing meetings or uh, making uh, appointments with people to like talk. There's also the idea that there has to be more than one creative for an entire company to, to flourish. And in my case, since I'm a startup, it's just me. So I'm basically just a company built on dreams and ideas. But that doesn't mean that we can't grow from dreams and ideas. Because, I mean, a lot of things have grown from just that. And the more the more that you put into it, the more love, the more respect, the more work you put into it, the more it's going to pay off at the end. The best example I give you for this is um, Sylvester Stallone. Because Sylvester Stallone, he put himself out there to get Rocky filmed. Like, yeah, he was doing a lot of stuff uh, before then. Uh, he probably did his little soft films and crap like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he did that because he knew that he needed, he needed something. He needed a way in. He needed a, a door open. And, I mean, what he did to become Rocky Balboa, he gave up a lot of money from his side just so he could play the part. Now, that's something right. I can relate to, you know? I'm pretty sure everybody, like, if you, okay, let me, let me, let me put this question out for you. If someone walked up to you, like, put it in your mind right now, what, whatever you want to be, whatever you want to do, like, wherever you see yourself being, because I'm sure when you were younger, you had a different idea of what you wanted to be when you grew up. Say you're there, right? So, oh, he disconnected. Actually, he, he stepped out for a second. He'll be right back. Okay. Wait. Well, okay. I'll, I'll finish the answer really quickly then. Uh, 
imagine yourself in the best possible situation and someone comes up to you and tells you, I'm going to fund your way to that goal of yours. What do you say? Like they're telling you, no strings attached. They're, the only thing I want you to do is work. Now, I do want you to give me a percentage of what you, what you earn, but I guarantee you that you're going to be where you want to be and you eventually won't even care what you're giving me. But I'll fund your way through it. Would you accept? I would take that at a heartbeat. No, he's not telling you. Now, the thing is, he's not telling you the percentage that he's going to take away from you. Would you still accept? See, that's that's where I feel like the Hollywood, the Hollywood dream is so big that people don't look at that. Yeah. You know, because uh, unfortunately, I, I, I wasn't allowed to tell nobody, but uh, I had a big dream once. Uh, I actually wanted to be a professional uh, male dancer. Uh, my stage name was uh, Laffy Taffy. <laughs> you know, I was I was a big guy, and my dreams got crushed because so many people kept telling me, "Oh, fat men can't dance. Fat men can't dance." And I was like, "Oh, man, there's so many big guys out here." Like, just because. Just because I got a big gut, don't make me sexy. See, I would counter that by telling people, you know that dude who does Gangnam Style? He's fat. And they go, oh, but he's Asian. So what? Race? <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Do whatever you want. Nothing's stopping you. Except love. It only matters in relationships. Again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, your host, Dante Clover, has a rare disease called white logic. Uh, <laughs> girls, uh, I really need uh, a fine Latina or black girl to come and save me. Uh, I do not love these homes. I repeat, I do not love these homes. But Taking me for my little uh, re refund check every chance they get. You you guys laugh, but you don't understand. These white girls are getting me, man. Like I'm actually at the higher security now to keep them away from me. True. <laughs> I was yeah. worried my security, but you know they're kind of stingy. Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. We can't all afford presidential security. Whatever. I heard I heard a glitch there. Yeah, listen to the glitches. Yeah. Again, the software we're using, guys, is a little, it's a little highly advanced. There's still more bugs in it. We're trying to get <laughs> yeah. everything situated. Frank, yeah, still is. I will say something about the app. I mean, it's it's a pretty interesting app, all things considered. Because uh, this is actually like, it does most of the work of what a podcast is supposed to do in one single app. So it's like, that's pretty good. Well, it, do, it, does, it doesn't give me discounts on Starbucks, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you got upgraded. You, you need a studio for that. Yeah. yeah. I need a version for that one. 
speaking of which, uh, so um, we're not. I don't want to knock on wood. I don't want to jinx it, but I'm already over here too. So we're uh, good. Uh, early November, we might be uh, officially in the studio. I personally want to thank everybody. Also, by the time you're hearing this, uh, by the end of what? This is July. July 27th will be the launch date of our new Patreon. So if you want to support myself, Life of Franklin, Casey, uh, Ether, Ethel, um, as well as, you know, support all of our guests, you can go ahead and sign up on our Patreon. It's uh, Darkest Hour with Love. Um, We're just trying to raise money so we can also fly out other amazing people like our president, Mr. Neo Geo, you know, the, the leader of the Federation Nation, the one half <laughs> champion of domination, you know, the the, the special effect king himself. Mm. I'll make sure you get a video of the coronation so you can see it yourself. Oh, man, listen. <laughs> I'm aware. I'm aware 100%. Complete Black Panther outfit. <laughs> well, you know, secret security wear stuff under their suits too, so you know. Yeah. So wait, wait, wait. Let, let me guess. You, you got the gold and black version, or you got the silver and black? Because it's two different ones. Listen, man, you already know. <laughs> but the gold. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hit him with that Sinestro. Yellow, black, and black. And yellow, black and yellow. Uh, black Panther suit. Um, but I got like uh, T'Challa's uh, robe over the suit. Okay. With a black and yellow outfit. I look straight. I had put it on, and my white girls were like, Ooh, uh, who down tell you look good? I'm like, you're not getting no money out of me, girl. <laughs> you white devil. No, I, now I don't call white people crackers. I call them colonizers. Colonizers. Yeah, someone called me that recently, and I was like, what is that? Oh, listen, that, was that, I, <laughs> that was the next best thing to say, you racist. That that word right there. Words twenty. Yeah, when you hear it after somebody hands you your Chinese food, that's kind of weird. Okay. Hey. Hey, I didn't colonize <laughs> you. I'm. I look like you. I don't see it. Um, don't get me wrong. The Chinese are like they're not even bullshit. Give them a few more months. Trump makes one more fat joke. They're all invading us. I I will I will I'll, I'll say that I mean again I don't know much about your this president here I have heard some bad things and uh, quite honestly I wouldn't do half the stuff he does if it's true again I don't read into all this stuff I have my own nation to take care of but um, the idea is like I would say Western culture in general because uh, I was on on that train of yours and uh, it was strange. People kept looking at me and asking for money. And just because I was. And when I said, no, you're a colonizer. 
I did not know that's how it worked. So, well, again, giving people too many liberties, so they went ahead and, like, you know, for a little bit, and then went in. It sounds like my crew is getting to your place. That sounds serious. No, it was just a calling. Um, I took care of it. I told my people to go handle it. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that sounded serious. I was in the Nah. Uh, this, it was just a calling. I'm a doctor. I have, I have people on call. So oh, okay. you're I at the... Definitely called out of... You're at... You're, Say that again? You're at work right now, so you're on rotation right now. Pretty much. I'm in office right now. Okay, okay. As always, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like you for listening in to part one. If you would like to get into part two of this uh, amazing conversation, come back next week to hear us up. As always, Life of Franklin, our president, Neo Geo, I'd like to personally thank you, gentlemen. Stand by for part two. Uh, and for everybody else who's listening, uh, Franklin, tell them where they can find you at. You guys can find me in Philly, Philadelphia, PA. Uh, if you guys are have the Anchor app, you can find me on Anchor, Life with Franklin. All other platforms of podcasting, uh, again, type up Life with Franklin. And I'll catch you guys on the next one. Uh, Mr. President, let them know where they can find you at. You can find me on Twitter at NeoGeo, N-E-I-O-G-E-O. I almost forgot the spell. That's pretty much anywhere you can find me on social media. That would be the name you'll find. And Federation Films will soon have their website, so be on the lookout for that. As always, this is Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the next episode.